Students Who Design is a podcast and video series that bridges students and the design industry. By students, for students. Be sure to check out our website, studentswho.design. This is Students Who Design. Today we'll be talking with Dionisio Blanco. He studies game design at Ringling College, and this past summer was the first ever social VR intern at Facebook. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to get started in virtual or augmented reality, dealing with imposter syndrome, and so much more. We hope you enjoy the episode. Students Who Design is sponsored in part by Facebook Design. For more resources and information about designing at Facebook, visit facebook.design. And check out open roles at facebook.com slash careers. How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. How are you? Cool. I'm good. Just, yeah. just flew in. Uh, so <laughs> how about you tell us more about what you do? Uh, well, right now I'm an artist intern uh, with Social VR at Facebook, and um, pretty much what I do is 3D model, animate, rig, uh, etc., whatever it needs for rat- rapid prototyping. Uh, okay. So we're making a bunch of prototypes and in something that I can't really say, uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So could you tell us more about what, so you said a lot of words, you said modeling, rapid prototyping, and rigging. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a 2D product designer, I don't know what any of that means. And I'm sure some <laughs> of our listeners and viewers probably also don't know what that means, but they've seen it or read it. Um, so modeling is basically with any 3D authoring software. So it's 3D modeling polygons, okay. right? Uh, and it's, I, I use Moto right now. I'm actually a native Maya user, and I used to use Max back in the day. Uh, but those okay. are like a bunch of different packages that... Uh, are all do basically the same thing, which is create a 3D mesh. Um, okay. Rapid prototyping is basically, I'm working with engineers mostly, so I'm working on a couple of projects right now, and those have their own engineers, and I basically supply the art and the look for those uh, prototypes. Okay, so backtracking, how did you end up in all of this? Uh, <laughs> From the time you were born to the time you're sitting here. <laughs> so when I was born, <laughs> Actually, my, both of my parents are artists, so... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. What type of art? Uh, fine art. Okay. So I grew up around that, and I was like, I don't want to pay for the rest of my life. Um, and I actually, uh, in the early ages of uh, high school, I fell in love with robotics, but then I was like, but I also don't really want to do this, and I want to incorporate art in some way. Mm-hmm. And then I was doing graphic design, but then I was like, where am I? <laughs> like, yeah. what yeah, am yeah. I doing? And I pretty much focused on, I want to make games, like I want to make uh, experiences. And that is pretty much, if you really think about it, VR opened up an entire new job market and medium for anyone that was working in the games industry. Wow. So that's pretty much how I'm here, because I, I study games. Okay. Yeah. So you, you study games at the Ringling College mm-hmm. of Game Design? Or no, art? no, Ringling College of Art and Design. R- art and yeah. Design. So you go to a very specialized school. How, how does that environment feel? Um, so I'm sure there are listeners and viewers who maybe they go to design school and they might feel that they aren't the best or that they shouldn't be there. No. And these cases of imposter syndrome, especially in a competitive college environment where you have people gunning for all the same internships, yep. right, compared to a non-design school. Um, how do you deal with that atmosphere? Uh, I think a really important thing is to like find that group of friends or just like a support group like it's kind of crazy um a way that my year as like a class differentiates from a lot of the other years at my school specifically is that we all came in and then we were like hey we have different skills let's help each other to kind of move forward 
-huh. And that, when it came to applying for internships this year, let's say, uh, it was super helpful because everyone was doing applying for the same things, but no one was really at your neck. It was more like collectively moving forward because mm -hmm. if you get there, then later down the line, your friend can help you get there, etc. And have you ever have you ever felt like you shouldn't be a game designer or you're not meant to do that because you're not well, good? at Everyone it? has imposter okay. syndrome. Right. So how do you how did you deal with that? How did you cope with that? Um, honestly, it, it's just about really focusing on what you want to get out of it, right? Okay. Like I I enjoy making games. I enjoy making experiences. Like sometimes it's hard. Like everything is hard, but you kind of have to move past that because when you do, you kind of come up with like something beautiful really at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And if you are a student um, who doesn't go to a college that specializes in the things that you do, mm -hmm. uh, what would you recommend a, a high schooler or a college student who wants to get into game design or become the animator or do social VR at Facebook? Um, well, it's funny that you mentioned that because a lot of the things I have learned from my college, but most of it I've learned, I've learned on my own. Like I learned 3D modeling before I even got to college. I kind of self-taught and there's like millions of YouTube videos. There's, uh, there's like, I, I work in Unreal, Unreal Engine, okay. and they have a shit ton of documentation. And when they say a shit ton, is I've taught myself how to program basically visual scripting through just their documentation and watching their live streams and like doing mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Because I found it interesting and I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's like yeah. go in that direction. And I think the biggest thing is like, if we break it down, figure out what you want to learn, what you want to get out of it, and then move towards that goal as opposed to like being like, where do I start? And then never starting, like start somewhere. And then that just branch out. It's so, like working yeah. in and out as opposed to out and to in. So you mentioned several tools, like you have Maya and Unreal and Modo and- Yeah, there's know, a lot. <laughs> with like normal product design, I guess there's Sketch and maybe the Adobe products. Um, you know, you, with modeling, like it's a huge time investment and in, in 3D yep. and VR, like you're in that tool for a long time and it, it would really suck if you, pick the wrong one, right? Everyone thinks- There's never the wrong one. Okay. <laughs> so you, your your advice would be to just pick a tool and run with it yeah. and become the best at it. I, I would definitely say research, right? Yeah. Like I started, I learned Maya because of school. And here I've actually learned Moto in the past like month. Like I had no idea what the software was. And I was like, ah! <laughs> um, but it, it's really fast okay. and uh, once you know one 3D software, it's really easy to move across because it's the same concept. It's like, if you know how to program, if you know uh, programming logic, yeah. it's the same concept. Like Booleans are Booleans, uh -huh. right? Vectors are vectors. Like it doesn't really change that much. And so you, you're, uh, you're working in VR and there's multiple, there's essentially four or five elements that go into a virtual reality, right? You have like mm -hmm. your lighting, your modeling, your prototyping, um, your physical spaces. Uh, and people don't realize that it's not just like a 750 by 1334 screen, like yeah. it's much more. So what part do you specialize in and um, what part would you recommend to get started? Because VR is like this huge beast and... I guess, so with VR, it's not really like, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if beast is the right word. It, yeah. It's it's like, it's just a medium, right? Okay. It's like film, it's like, uh, basically print mm -hmm. it's it's like an entire different it takes a lot of elements and any like how i was saying before with game 
games. Like that, that's pretty much what it is. It's nothing more than that. It's straight up just a game ported into VR, but now you have to design for a 360 space as opposed to just a 2D screen. And mm -hmm. that, that becomes really important when you start looking at UX and UI in VR, okay. uh, which is what, more closely to what you do, right? Yeah. Like you're a product designer. And that, that's like still not perfected at all in, in that space. And I guess I didn't really answer your question. Uh. <laughs> no, I, I, I think you did in the sense that like there are these things that you have to take into account. And I think the word you use was medium, which mm -hmm. is something that people don't think. Like people think virtual reality is like an app. Right? Yeah, but it's, it's more, not. It's, more it's, so like it's the straight iPhone. up like a medium. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like the iPhone. Yeah, right? it's like, like developing for like mobile and yeah. like yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I think that scale uh, makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I, I guess like for anyone starting in general though, like the easiest way to start getting into a 3D artist sort of role, et cetera, is to start modeling and start somewhere. Like um, then it, it's, there's different like roles in that yeah. as well, right? There, uh, a 3D artist in games or in VR specifically, they really have to worry about optimization and mm -hmm. what it's gonna go towards. Like if you're on uh, making VR for mobile, you have a shitty bottleneck, like a super shitty bottleneck. Okay. So you have to really learn how to make your models very low res, yet yeah. still look good. Which is, um, in my opinion, better than most games that are out there. Like, mm. uh, games are very high fidelity and they look very real, but yeah. that kind of takes the art out of it, because at some point, well, not at some point, right now, you can take a bunch of images Mm -hmm. and you can uh, create a point cloud. Do you know what that is? No. So <laughs> there's this thing called photogrammetry, and okay. I could sit here with my phone, take a bunch of images, not of this water bottle, because there's reflective services, but like anything else, and it will create a point cloud, and that will basically, I can draw out a 3D mesh from that with textures okay. and everything. Did you play Battlefront by any chance? No. So they have a lot of really awesome artwork and okay. photogrammetry in general, but most of it is, photos from like the Redwood Forest and they go ahead and they scan that, they retopo it, and then they put, they basically touch it up afterwards. And me personally as an artist and someone that came from a very like 2D or just painterly background, that's not that much fun for me. Yeah, I think the hardest part for me is to visualize that there's like this Z axis. Yeah. You know, we don't think about that and we don't think about all these pieces coming together to create this thing Yeah. or also this experience. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I wanted to learn more about is that, you know, as, as broke college students, we can't all get the <laughs> Oculus and the PC and, yep. and the NVIDIA stuff. So what's like the, the most basic setup just to get started? You know, um, like, of course, you can download the software on your Mac, but to really get up and running, what would you recommend? With VR, yeah. uh, there is no basic setup. <laughs> no, okay. uh, I guess you can do uh, mobile dev, yeah. right? But still, like... Um, Nothing is really uh, the same as getting into an Oculus and actually designing an experience that you have full mm -hmm. like hand tracking and stuff like that. So your recommendation, so if, if a school or university doesn't really support that in the sense that like... Well, get, it, get into 3D modeling, yeah. right? Like, get, so your, your, your suggestion would just be to get into one part of yes. this of this medium. Basically, yeah. look at what you need to get into an industry for games and then run with it. So you learned all the things, right? And this is such a new field where it's very, first of all, it's hard to find design opportunities, mm -hmm. design internships, or 
peak yeah. places that oh, will yeah. even pay you for design <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how does recruiting and how does all that work in this space? Uh, I guess, to be completely honest, it's just, uh, at the end of the day, it's applying, right? Uh, yeah. But to build a portfolio for that is, uh, it's a shit ton of work. <laughs> um, so you need a portfolio? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, 100%. Sure. <laughs> you need a portfolio, you need okay. a website. And yeah, like, yeah. that, no matter what kind of area of design, or like, I'm a 3D artist, we're not expected to be good at graphic design. Luckily for me, I, uh, I really enjoy graphic design. Why are you not expected to... Because 3D artists don't really have to deal oh, with like okay. graphic design, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's shitty when you get yeah. to places like UX UI where you really do need those things. It's like, oh yeah. wait, how is this going to frame into like what we're doing? Mm -hmm. um, but your website, it should look good. It should look professional. It shouldn't look like just like Windows 98, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. super bad. Yeah. HTML. So I think uh, I think <clears throat> you, so. Let's say you you have the website, you have mm -hmm. the experience. Yeah. Um, you have some side projects that you can throw up there. What's next? Um, or what did you do? What did I do? Yeah. So you had your stuff. You had your website. I mean, well, okay. Let, let's let's roll back a little bit. We'll probably cut this out. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you mean, like? So I'm trying to get more at the. You didn't apply for anything. Okay. But I, I guess I, I can start with like. Um, me as a sophomore, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, or just like yeah. So you're you're a soft. Well, here. Um, I mean, we could probably cut this out. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you can ask us like, so how did you even begin thinking? Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. So, how did you even begin thinking about applying and stuff? Like you, you did this. You were very passionate about games. Mm -hmm. You maybe had a, a decent website. Yeah. What what was nice? So like I think my sophomore year of school, uh, mm -hmm. we're not actually encouraged to apply uh, your, because your college. Yeah, we're, uh, because okay. we're all we're all like that's when we get into actually learning all the software and learning all the tools. And I was too busy working to even apply for anything. I was just like head deep. Like, you're, you're working as in learning, not like yeah, le job. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but when they came to like the end of the semester and summer came around. I wasn't just gonna sit there and like do nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, <laughs> I think it was me and um, my friend Peyton, and my friend, like me and my friend Peyton were sitting in the, his room. We were like just binge watching Silicon Valley. Yeah. And then we were like- Stereotypically. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> right? Little, it's yeah. pretty funny. Um, but we were like, oh shit, what if we were to like start a company to do virtual reality interiors, right? And virtual reality for? Interiors. Interiors, okay. Yeah, and the thing is, I've been super, I've been digging into the space for a while. I've been digging into the space before the consumer editions or like basically DK1 had just come out. Um, How old were you? Huh? How old were you? I was probably freshman or maybe like a senior in high school. So before the DK1 came out? Yeah. And you were... You I was digging... So before DK1 came out, you were going to start a VR company? No, 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 okay, no. Okay, okay. No, before the DK1 came out, I was looking... Like, okay. I, I, I was always... As soon as someone said they were making an actual virtual reality headset, I was like, holy shit, that's yeah. going to be, like, awesome. Yeah. And most people were very skeptical. They're going to mm -hmm. be like, it's going to be gimmicky. It's going to be like... Nah, dude, you, like, if you work in the 3D, like, I guess, I guess that's the difference, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you work in the 3D medium you instantly realize like, oh wait, I can look everywhere and there'll be something there. It, it's kind of groundbreaking and it was, and yeah. it, it did as expected.
But when, uh, so back to me and my friend Peyton, we were like, that'd be cool. And I used to work in, um, I guess, virtual reality, not virtual reality, sorry, architectural visualization. Yeah. So I, it was kind of natural. I was like, well, this will be a fun practice to kind of see what we can get out of it, right? Uh, bring, bring an apartment to someone in like China and they can walk through their home basically yeah. and mm -hmm. i thought as an early application that would be easy and it'd be fast and it'd be doable and the funny thing is is that now that's like taking off completely <laughs> so why aren't you taking off with it because <laughs> i had to go back to school okay um like we we spent the summer and we built a demo and i had never actually like really delved into programming either yeah which is when I really started getting into that as well. So this was like a two or three month like Not even, thing. it was like a month. <laughs> so then that we so built you like started and then you like we built out. A, yeah, so it was basically we got out of school for a month, we built the demo. Then after we got the demo, we flew out to New York and pitched to a couple of VCs and then. What did that pitch look like? <laughs> kind of like a room like this, okay. but we we had to like set up super quickly, like set up the vibe because yeah. the Oculus hadn't even been released with uh, touch controllers That's crazy. yet. Okay. So <laughs> uh, it was the vibe with room scale, and we had to like set it up super fast and just kind of like let someone experience that space. And something that I really focused on, and that is how does anyone from like young to old experience mm -hmm. that space because younger people are like they can f pick up i guess input and controllers faster because we play video games or we play with our phones but older people they have no idea yeah. like <laughs> what they're doing so that was a huge deal to kind of like get that moving across really fast mm -hmm. so how did you know that they that this like specific we, demographic we j well we just have to test right yeah okay. it, it's, it's more like i guess uh what's the word um, just forethought, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you really have to think about because uh, younger people are not going to buy your three billion dollar apartment. Exactly, <laughs> right? So you, so you pitch to these VCs uh, with your with your Vive, and I, it, I, I should clarify: um, the company was me, uh, my friend Carla, uh, my friend Peyton, and my friend Mauricio. Okay, and it was four of us. Carla's an architect; she goes to um, Carnegie Mellon, uh, Peyton's with me at Ringling, and so is Mauricio. Okay. But Carla was basically the one who drove the look dev. Uh, I did a lot, I, we all did modeling and texturing and whatnot. Uh, mm. I did a lot of the programming and blueprints and then just setting everything up and this thing together and the lighting and et cetera. Mm. So I, I was kind of like, I guess you could call it the glue to kind of yeah, like bring everything together. together. Yeah, but so you, everyone else did a shit ton of work in a super short amount of period of time. So you did this thing for a month and then you went back to school. Yeah. <laughs> and then you went back into recruiting, you started another company. Um, no, after, so we didn't go, we didn't keep it going okay. because it, it, we were realistically selling a service, not a product. Okay. Right, and you can't have a service without the people. So we so, were yeah. kind of like, all right, well, we can pick it up if nothing comes up next summer. But by that time, um, I was applying to a couple of places for yeah. internships and whatnot. So uh, I assumed you applied to Facebook. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, just like okay. you just walked in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, you applied to Facebook. What What do they even ask you? Or what is the What do they look for? 
what do people, what do any, what does any company look for, for a art animation intern? Mind you, being the first art intern yeah. at Facebook. Yeah. So um, it's funny because they don't look for the typical things, right? And I have a what couple. What are those typical? What do you mean by typical things? Like, so if you're applying for a game industry job, yeah. you're going to do one thing, and you're okay. going to do that thing super well. Uh, like, if you're playing to Naughty Dog, you better be great. Like, you better be amazing, and you better do that thing really well. But yeah. that's all you're expected. Okay. To so do. what are the expectations here? Um, you're expected to do a lot of things, right? Like, okay. it, it's not to say don't be like a star at like what you love to do, but I, I've always been a person that has been multi, I, I like to think of myself as a uh, Swiss army knife, right? Okay. <laughs> like, I, I'm, if you ask me to, I can go ahead and rig a character and animate it for you. It might not be the best animation of your life, yeah. but I can go ahead and do that. So you, you essentially, taught yourself how to learn very quickly. Yeah, yeah, and that's something and that, that they actually, they, they do look at that, by the way. They, okay. they look at someone who's able to pick up skills super fast and is able to just kind of run with it. Yeah. Um, and it's always about not saying no to things, right? Okay. Even if you might not like it. I, I don't know if there's anything that I don't really specifically like. Like, it, it's all, for me, it's more about the end product as opposed to like the work. That goes into it. it. Yeah. So, you, so like a normal product design interview uh, that many people have seen online on Medium or speaking from my own experiences, like, you know, you show two portfolio cases, you show some intentionality, some yeah. research, some sketches, some pretty shiny thing mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, a cool swipe animation yeah. uh, <laughs> to very much dumb it down. Uh, and uh, maybe an app critique or like a design challenge on a whiteboard, right? I don't even think you can do a whiteboard challenge for VR. Unless you like go through the the board, so like how do how do you what so is that even what do you yeah in my in my portfolio site actually uh, it's good that you asked that because I I am an artist right yeah. like I basically focus on creating three D environments and scenes yeah. to, to make them look good and mm -hmm. make them look convincing, but on the side of that when I started NeoTrade right uh, I started to learn how to like visual script in uh, Unreal Engine okay. which is basically just fancy C um, and I got really into, like, I didn't realize it, but I really enjoyed, hey, what's my problem? How mm -hmm. do I solve that problem? And how did I execute it? Right. And that was literally how you break it down. So I ha in, in my website, I have art and then tech. And tech has that where I actually go through my thought process of how to, do I design a good locomotion system, right? Like, yeah. how, do you, how do you move around the space that's not actually there? That's hard, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, like communicating that information. Yeah, so it, it's all just about like gifs. Gifs are great, <laughs> okay? Because you can take quick snippets of like what you were doing, right? Like in uh, in the. So you're showing, not telling. Essentially. Yeah, okay. yeah, but you do have to write it down because people really do look at your thought process behind it. Because I think there's something um, in programming as well that anyone can write code. It's about how you get there. That's like what's really important, and I think that's true to a designer as mm -hmm. well, right? It's like you need to have a clear goal, and like people want to know how your brain thinks and how it works to move to that goal. I guess if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So we went ahead and polled all of the student design groups that exist on Facebook or Medium, uh, and uh, people that we know who want to get into design or or who 
who are already in design as well. All right, cut that. Just just keep talking. Yeah, just. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so we went ahead and polled all these student design groups on mm -hmm. Facebook or people that we knew um, along with Medium. And these are the kind of questions that came up or the most common occurrences. Okay. Uh, the first question we have is, what is one thing about the student design community that the industry at large, the design industry at large, doesn't understand too well? Um, I guess some of the things that at least in school that we learn, right? Like we, we're expected to make realistic 3D assets. And I can't really speak to the product design community, yeah. but I can speak to like yeah. the yeah. game art and et cetera. Uh, we're expected to learn realistic 3D and that is because that's industry standard. But here I'm not doing that, right? I have a passion for like stylized art and I'm kind of getting to explore it, to explore that. But we have a phrase that's like a, bad phrase that's visually sophisticated. And if something is not like photo real, it's not visually sophisticated at our okay. school, which I don't think is like that. I don't think like, look at any stylized game. Do you think it's visually sophisticated? I would think so. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's a huge misconception that I guess school and like that community puts on, um, that is not true everywhere mm -hmm. in the industry. Cool. It, making photoreal assets might give you a broader like spectrum of like jobs, mm -hmm. but making art is important. How are you able to manage so much in your personal life, work <laughs> life, and academic life? So um, let's be real. We don't have <laughs> <laughs> any personal uh, life. Uh, I, I'm probably what you would call a workaholic, and. Um, I do try to keep that as a balance because I hit a very like rough point in um, in school when I just worked for like days. I I pre was pretty much pulling four all nighters, sleep binging sleep for like eighteen hours, and then just going back again for a straight month. And now looking back on that, do you think that was the right thing to do? No, okay. <laughs> I thought that was stupid. Um, and I did it because I had an obsession, and a professor told me that I would fail if I chose like this model that was really difficult to complete. And I pretty much, I was like in my mind, I was like, dude, fuck you. Like I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> and uh, I, I pulled it off. It kind of yeah. like took a toll. Um, and I did learn a lot from it. So no matter what, it, it's kind of like a quid pro quo, I guess, IDK. So what do you, I mean, the question about how, you, how you're able to manage it, I assume that schedule you weren't, but I, coming up, what like what are your plans to improve that, right? Because there's people who might think that, you know, to succeed in this field, I need to be. You don't have yeah. you don't have to be a robot, right? Okay. Like you, when you think about it, it's you're gonna get good eventually if you keep working at it, right? As an artist, if you sketch every day, you're gonna get good at drawing. If you mm. sketch, if you like do something every day, you'll be fine. You might not be able to like hit it quicker. Right, like I'm probably I'm probably been able to like hit the mark uh, yeah. quicker because I I had a huge passion and I kind of just like sometimes I'll stay up till five in the morning just because I get in the zone and I'm just going. Yeah, but you don't have to do that to mm -hmm. be good at what you do. You just have to. I probably the best advice I could give with that is look at yourself critically see where you're missing the mark and then build from that and then look at other people critically like look at your idols mm -hmm. and straight up be like 
that's awesome. I want to make that, but then also see what's wrong with it to see how you can make it better. Okay. How did you get your first job or internship in the field of VR design? Um, of VR? Well, this one would be the first one yeah. in that, I guess. Uh, at least that I wasn't my own boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, as easy as it is, is just apply. And it, that's not really easy. It's just about always working and working towards bettering like your skills like even when i go home after my internship i'm working on my thesis because i want to that to be awesome i mm -hmm. want to be able to submit that at the end of the day to e3 and hopefully get something or just say that i did that and like better my skill even my boss um who, uh, ocean or i guess he's my manager uh ocean quigley who he he was uh, our director for the sims games okay. um He's awesome. He's super talented and smart, and he goes home every day and works on his own shit. Even though he has a full-time job, he has kids in the family, he's still always bettering himself at his craft, because if you don't, you just kind of, like, become stagnant. Yeah. And you don't want that, especially as an artist. It's kind of like not work. It's just, just like, like, it's like playing a sport. Like, you don't play basketball for a couple of weeks yeah. and you try to shoot. Like You're, you're going to miss. Work. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so for students, Mentorship is very hard to find, especially if you're not in a art school or design school. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go to school in some remote area, it's very hard to you know even find like a design meetup or a dribble meetup or whatever mm -hmm. goes on. Um, so where do you find your inspiration or your mentorship? Um, so th there's a couple things that I could touch on, right? Uh, I you can actually just email someone. <laughs> yeah, I, I've straight up had. Uh, conversations with like industry professionals just because I decided to be like hey man I really like your work like I'd like to be like you someday and don't like be weird about it just yeah, like yeah, straight yeah. up be like you're making cool shit keep making cool shit yeah uh, if you ever have a chance maybe later on down the road they'll be they'll look at your shit and they'll be like oh wow that's like, cool or like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right yeah. um and like th there's people that have been specific influences with me uh, mm -hmm. because they've been in similar um i Positions. guess yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like i have a friend of mine eddie uh or edgar ortega um he's now working at phenomena with robin Henneke. Okay. they're making some vr indie games pretty cool yeah uh, it's called luna uh, <laughs> but he he pretty much he went to my high school and then he went to ringling and then he graduated and went to intel and i was just like holy shit this guy is doing what i'd like to do yeah and funny enough i'm good friends with the sister so like i yeah, kind of just yeah. yeah yeah so in the same way you would recommend that like look at your life yeah. and look at like in, in general like yeah. people are people yeah. like don't be scared just because they're like oh my god it's mark zuckerberg yeah, yeah. at the end of the day if you were to like go into his office and like be like hey man uh blah 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 Pretty sure he wouldn't just be like, you can't be here, yeah, right? Maybe, well, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but like, you know, yeah, reach, you, you, we have these things where like you see people's stuff on, on Dribble or you see the people's stuff on Medium and you're like, wow. And, well, yeah, and then just, you immediately just, think like, I can't do that. And, but rather you're saying that's, shift your mindset. I, I've never, a, I've never once thought that I can't do that. Like ever. That, that's a mindset that's just toxic to your like development as an artist and a designer. Like, <laughs> no, that's that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I would agree. Yeah. So you obviously made, um, you know, big professional strides, and you've you've done a lot. Um, so if you know a listener, let's say, reach out to you and ask you, how do I get into this field? What is the first thing you would tell them? 
work. <laughs> like straight up, it, it's at the end of the at the end of the day, it's about like your work. There, there's two things. It's yeah. work, and then don't be an asshole. Like people will not work with you if you're an asshole. And I see that a lot. That some people are just very not nice, or they can't deal with people, or they can't mm -hmm. communicate, and that really does hurt them in their professional life. Uh, something that uh, people have told me is that I'm good at networking and I'm like, how am I good at networking? It's yeah, just because yeah, yeah, yeah. I like talking to people. Yeah. It, it's more about, it's a social skill. And for some people that comes easier than others, right? Mm -hmm. um, but realistically, if you want to get into VR or any 3D medium in general, just work. Find out who is like at the top or like who you admire and really work to get there. Right. Um, follow a shit ton of people on Twitter, like hit them yeah, up, like yeah, yeah. Do, do whatever. Uh, go on, like if you're interested in games, like Epic Games, they, they have a huge community and they, they like their documentation for the engine is insane and they do live streams every Tuesday. So like they'll just sit there and they'll be like, this is a cool new yeah, thing. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, holy fuck, like, <laughs> what do you mean? And it's just knowledge everywhere that you can just kind of like grab. Tap into. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our final question what's next next um well maybe i'll come back here right and uh here in facebook yes okay. uh after graduation and but my main goal in life is to uh have my own company and start like make games that that's ultimately what i'm what i'm in it for uh here i have a unique opportunity of working like with a bunch of talented people and it's like vr which is something that i'm super interested in mm -hmm. and like uh the medium in general is something that I really want to like delve myself into. I'm doing it for thesis as well, mm -hmm. but ultimately is to make some dope ass indie games and like make people, I guess, like experience something, like feel something. That that's what most artists are in it for. Cool. Well, yeah. thank you for joining us. Of course, man. <laughs> Students who design is written and produced by Sahil Koja and Omar Abdul Rahim. Visit our website, studentswho.design, for more information.